Discover your real estate career with Joe Lenz and Stephanie Godel. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. This is Stephanie Godel. I'm sitting here with Joe Lenz today. How are you, Stephanie? I'm wonderful, and how are you? I'm doing great, man. I had a great day so far today. How about you? Good. I had a really good day. Good. Um, so what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about geographical farming. Just geographical farming, nothing else. We're not going to add to it. We're just going to stay focused on that. Okay, so let's ask a basic question. What is farming? Uh, farming is prospecting and uh, for business and for listings and sales and just good old-fashioned getting out there and looking for business. And what makes that geographic? What makes farming geographical? Well, I think you got to pick an area, um, and it goes back. And farming is really, if you take a look at when you're farming the crops in the Midwest and whatnot, you know, you got to work on those, and it's a constant work. You got to weed the crops. If you don't weed, you know, if the weeds are going to take over the crops, and you're not going to have a good season. Um, geographical farming for real estate is taking a certain area, whether it's 500 homes, a thousand homes, and I suggest that you start with 500. And uh, you start marketing yourself to those folks uh, on a regular basis. So let's say I'm a brand new agent. Yeah. How do I get started with geographical farming? You know, I think that the first thing you need to do is you got to like the product. If you don't like the product, it's like you're not going to go there and you're not going to take ownership. Um, second of all, you need to take a look. And I don't think turnover rate is that important because it's hard to, you know, make the future based on what the past has done when it comes to you know selling houses and people moving. Um, so I think you need to do that. You need to sit down with your local title rep and uh, ask them for the information in that area. Uh, for example, the contact names or phone numbers and whatnot and uh, build your database and go to work and go out there and knock on doors, um, do door drops, do mailings. Um, and build a database of their email addresses if you can, uh, social media, um, and stay focused on that geographical area. So you mentioned the turnover rate, and you said it, it's not just the previous indicators do not help with the the future mm -hmm. as far as predicting what's, what's going to happen yeah. in, in that farm, but could it help you kind of determine the turnover rate as far as how many homes are coming on the market at any given time to where you can better plan. Yeah, it may not matter if, if I have a low turnover right now, it's coming, but I can at least mentally prepare for maybe a slower turnover rate as time goes on. I think that's a good point you make there. But the other thing is, is and there, these are, you know, like a new home track, for example, it's hard to find these days. But once you get in and start farming a new home track, it takes a couple of years before they start selling. But you're in, you, you know, and you do, and you get future business from that. Um, so turnover rate, um, and you never want to look at, um, you know, who's got the bulk of the business because sometimes people really like that person, but there's a lot of times where they don't like that person, yeah. and if they don't like that person, they're going to use whoever is making themselves consistently available um, and making themselves known. I mean, after all. If the consumer doesn't know who you are, they're not going to be able to find you when it comes time for them to list and sell. Definitely. So I can sit down with my title rep, map out a section of homes. You mentioned starting with 500. Could I farm my local neighborhood where I live? Absolutely. Nobody cares more about that area than you. 
wonderful and what about maybe where I want to live in the future I think that's a good thing too um, you know and that's called just a complementary farm mm -hmm. to where you, you know if you're farming an area over here that's entry level for example then you may want to farm another area that is the next step up where people may be looking to move to um, and being able to have that complement your your listing presentation okay now you know mailing to a farm the bulk mailing sometimes that can be expensive sure. going back to hey I'm a new agent how do I access my farm what do you suggest for a brand new agent I think you got to go out with market statistics and you really got to study what the market is doing and pay attention you just can't go out and knock on a door and say hey you know my name is Joe I'm with X and I want to sell my house um, no you, you go out there and you say hi my name is Joe Linz I'm with Century 21 Discovery and you go out there and is, are you thought about selling your homes or do you have any questions in, in regards to the neighborhood and what the values are doing and be able to say you know that yeah that house down the street did sell and it was on the market for 35 days and we sold it for X that home over there sold for Y and to be able to really speak intelligently and not just wing it I think that's important and really know what you're talking about so know the statistics, know what's going on in that marketplace, previewing those homes so oh. you do have something to talk about, yeah. and just getting out there and, and hit the pavement. <laughs> oh my goodness, Stephanie, you said the, the most important thing was just you got to get out and preview the product and, and take a look at the product and see what the homes are doing. And, uh, you know, it's like I just got a note here that says, you know, like the product. What does that mean? It means you really got to like the homes that you're going to be marketing you like the way they look you like the way they feel you like driving through the neighborhood it's just a feel good for you that's that's what I mean by liking the product that makes a lot of sense now lastly let's talk about a couple ideas that we're seeing some of our own agents do yeah. um, with their geographical farms we've uh, we have a handful of agents that are doing uh, coloring contests right uh, which sees great results where they pass out the the flyers with the picture and the little kids color it and return it and they get entered into win a prize. Um, what are some other ideas that you've seen that are kind of out of, out of the box? Well, I think that, you know, keeping in mind that the purpose of contests or the purpose of that type of thing is to gain their contact information where you can get their email address, you can get their cell phone numbers, um, you, you know, but coloring contests, pumpkin giveaways. Um, garage sale, you, you know, arranging a garage sale for them, you know, bringing in a, a dumpster at the end of the day and so, you know, you guys can fill the dumpster up with anything you didn't sell that you don't want anymore. Um, those are all items to just bring people together. Are they having a block party? You know, is it that type of neighborhood? What about flags on, on the 4th of July? Mm -hmm. uh, and really planning out the, the, the year in advance. You know, what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? What are you going to do for St. Patrick's Day? What are you going to do for Easter? You know, what do you do for May Day? You know, May Day, May Day, you know, flowers and, and you know, all those things. You know, what can you do to really um, be top of mind? And if you think about it and prepare and do all this stuff before year end, I mean, it's like now you can calendar it out and you know what you're going to do. And, you, you know, the not knowing what you're going to do is going to paralyze you and cause you to do nothing but if you've got a plan of action and you've set that out now you don't have to worry about what you're going to do next july mm -hmm. you just got to look at the calendar and say i'm going to do this in yeah, july definitely well um anything else in regards to geographical farming i think we've kind of covered all the bases 
Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, closing, shoot, if you're not out farming, you're not going to, you're, you're missing a whole large part of your business. And uh, you've got to get out there and either reclaim your farm, if you've been in the business for a while, reclaim your farm, go after that and get it back. Um, and number two, uh, if you're new in the business, go out there and get started in your farm and, and just start doing it and be the neighborhood expert because that's what, you know, that's what folks are looking for. And, and yeah, they can get it online. Um, but the point is, is that there's nothing better than a belly to belly conversation. That's, you know, that's how it's, you know, that's how you got to build that relationship. Definitely. Well, if you are working on your geographical farm and you have any questions or concerns about that, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're always here to help. And with that, we hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time. Charge on. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and then share it with someone you think will benefit from it.